Tuesday. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening for the Worldwide Wrestling Federation Heavyweight Championship. Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, our first event of the evening is a one-fall match with a 15-minute time limit. There ain't nobody. There ain't nobody in wrestling who can make me quit. And that's the bottom line. Tuesday. We are what wrestling's all about. New York City here. Chicago here. JDO's our left. Lindo's our right. But I'm not telling any of the girls who I'm going to give it to in Chicago until that night. Tuesday. Wrestling. Tuesday returns to Under the Hood with Jonathan Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN app. It is Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday here, a special Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday, Jonathan Hood with you. It is 9.31 Chicago time on this Thursday, June 27th, and we have breaking news. I'm just getting up, and I see this coming across from PW Insider. It's also on WWE.com. WWE Today announced that it is named Paul Heyman as executive director of Monday Night Raw, and Eric Bischoff as executive director of SmackDown Live. Newly created positions reporting directly to WWE chairman and CEO Vince McMahon. It also says in this release from the WWE, in their executive roles, Heyman and Bischoff will oversee the creative development of WWE's flagship programming and ensure integration across all platforms and lines of business. The creation of those roles further establishes WWE's ability to continuously reinvent its global brand while providing two distinct creative processes for its flagship shows. Then it goes on to talk about who Heyman is, who he, when he was at ECW from 93 to 2001. And it talks about Bischoff, as a New York Times best-selling author, his time in WCW, I don't think it says anything about TNA as I scroll down here. No, but it talks about uh, how he was the head of WCW and the innovator of WCW Monday Nitro on TNT, WCW Thunder on TBS. Okay. <laughs> so I saw this story this morning, as I mentioned, and it really talks about, to me, it speaks and reeks of desperation from the WWE. And no matter how many writers that they have on both Raw and SmackDown, how many different writers, the clown car of writers that they have there to try to bring out the personalities of the wrestlers on all platforms, 205 Live, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, whatever, it still comes down to wrestling guys, right? It still comes down to those that were performers or executives in the business. It's desperate. Everything that you read about the WWE clearly is true. How the attendance is down, how that there is disenchantment with a lot of WWE fans. If you're a diehard WWE fan, you can look at 
the company like you look at your favorite team, your favorite sports team. If your favorite sports team is underachieving some things that need to be addressed, you're going to talk about it on social media. You may not go to the games because of the underachievement of your favorite team. And I, I see this as some desperation here. You can see the big crowds of SummerSlam and WrestleMania and Survivor Series and some of the tentpole events for the WWE as far as their pay-per-views. But you can just tell that there are some, when it comes to house shows, live events, they call them now, where the attendance is down, everything that I read, how the TV ratings themselves are down on Raw and SmackDown. And so... Vince try to do something to try to shake things up. But you know, here's the thing. Just because you hire Paul Heyman for Raw and Eric Bischoff for SmackDown doesn't mean that there's a turnaround. If everything stays the same, you get what you deserve. Quarter by quarter, year by year, you see the ratings going down. There's a lot of explanations for that. We're very busy as a society. We don't have time to spend three hours watching a Monday Night Raw show. Some of you do, and God bless you. I don't know how you watch Monday Night Raw every single damn Monday night, all three hours. There's no way I could do it. <laughs> it's no, there's no way. It's one thing that I'm working. I'm working my Under the Hood show during that time, but I don't even have room in my DVR for that. So I try to go to Hulu or I try to find clips of the highlights of Monday Night Raw, but there's no way that I can watch all three hours. And then SmackDown. SmackDown, if those of you who listen to me for a long time, you know I've said this, but for those of you that are new listeners to Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday, I've been a SmackDown fan for 10 plus years, probably longer than that, actually, because it's two hours. That's number one. But the other reason why is because it's more wrestling centric. Um, a lot of the uh, bells and whistles and the jazz hands you get from Monday Night Raw um, did not appeal to me. Even when it was a two hour product, I was always a SmackDown fan and it's more wrestling based. And I think that Vince wanted to separate those two. But even that, even those numbers are down. The reason why is because the wrestling fan wants to see something different. It's formulaic. It's been the same. It's been stagnant for a long time. doesn't mean it's bad. It's just stagnant. There's not a lot of imagination to it. I think that people that go to Monday Night Raw or go to SmackDown, they're looking for like Stone Cold Steve Austin on The Rock to come down the ramp. And that excitement is gone. Not even John Cena's there. The excitement is not there like it was in years past when it comes to WWE programming. And as I talked about last episode on Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday, I did not think that stomping grounds was bad. I just thought it was kind of very, very similar to some of the things that we see on Monday Night Raw. Pay-per-views are supposed to be completely different than your episodic television show. That's how it's been for years. Like you're supposed to see different moves, um, different angles to matches. Um, you may not like the end result, but you could always decipher the, the difference uh, between a television show for wrestling and a pay-per-view. It's always been like that. And we're not seeing it. Everything looks the same. And so... As much as I look at the product and there's some positives to the product, there's certain wrestlers that I enjoy watching. When you get so big 
and you have so many wrestlers, you have a whole bunch of guys in catering that never get a chance to be on television. They're in dark matches or they're on there's some of the other shows that no one's watching on the network, like Main Event or whatever the hell, some of the other shows, Velocity, <laughs> whatever the shows are, the WWE Network. Uh, and when they're not on the major shows like Raw and SmackDown, that's not good. It's not good because people want to see new, something different. And so what is interesting to me is that Paul Heyman, who is very good one-on-one, with wrestlers in the back as far as promos and all those things. I think Paul can really be an asset. That's the same Paul Heyman, by the way, that the WWE couldn't wait to get away from. They couldn't wait to fire when he was heading up SmackDown. For those of you that don't remember, in the heyday of Raw and SmackDown, Paul Heyman ran SmackDown, and many times SmackDown beat Raw in the ratings. There was real competition, not the fake you know, bullshit uh, competition that you see with Raw and SmackDown. It was, it was actually a competition in the back where Paul Heyman was running SmackDown and his show and his writing style was beating Raw. And, and, and of course, Paul Heyman was obnoxious about it. He made sure to rub it into Raw's face. And, of course, Paul ends up being fired, let go. And now he's back in the creative process. And what about Eric Bischoff? Eric Bischoff, when you listen to his podcast, I listen to his podcast because I'm a fan, uh, 83 Weeks of Eric Bischoff, he does that show with Conrad Thompson. Every episode, there's things that Eric can't remember about his time in WCW. And there's a lot of, there's some regrets here and there about some of the things that he oversaw um, as the head of WCW. He also will make sure that you know that he wasn't really a booker. He wasn't even a maintenance booker. He was just a guy that would say yes more times than not about certain things in WCW. And he looks back at it now because he's doing that podcast and going back to certain times in WCW. He's like, I should have been able to say something. I should have done this. Oh, there's no way that I would do this now. And all blah. Like, but he had, a t- he had an opportunity to stop a lot of the nonsense in WCW and didn't. Now he's heading up SmackDown. Okay. Same Eric Bischoff that went to TNA and had influence at TNA when he and Hulk Hogan came to uh, Total Nonstop Action Wrestling. And Eric did some of the same things he did at WCW. Eric oversaw the NWO, which was strong. Absolutely. It was very, very strong. And he put Goldberg over, and that was very, very strong. But at the same time, he did not really promote the luchadors, some really famous luchadors in Mexico that really could have made a real major difference in WCW. A lot of those guys, like the late Silver King who just passed away, he just kind of rushed to the side. A lot of those luchadors just brushed to the side. Go back in the archives. See it yourself. Chris Jericho was was a star on the come. Chris Jericho pushed to the side. He was in. He was doing well. He was getting himself over. There was an opportunity for Chris Jericho and Bill Goldberg to have a great program and a great finish, and he just squashed Jericho in like two or three minutes. There's a lot of things that were not done well under the leadership of Eric Bischoff. Goes to TNA, and guess what? They had what was it like the? Um, and I don't have it in front of me, but like the um, 
it was kind of like an NWO type of uh, faction um, for TNA. And that didn't do well because it was the establishment. It was like uh, Scott Steiner and Ric Flair and, and I, like all these guys, these, these old established superstars against the young guys. It's the same concept uh, that he had when he was at the NWO. Uh, with with the with the WCW with the NWO, so I mean I, I don't know if there's like these great you know <laughs> I don't know if there's these great ideas from Eric Bischoff sixty three sixty four year old Eric Bischoff I don't think that he has an uh, a real idea and a, a real grasp of what wrestling is today because he's got so many regrets about the things he did in WCW and, and some and at TNA and now he's going to oversee SmackDown. Vince McMahon has his back against the wall. He sees the attendance figures. He sees the the ratings, and he's not happy. He's trying to do all he can to prop up when SmackDown goes to Fox. I, I listen. I read just like you do a certain columns and certain. Um, People that are really firmly entrenched in professional wrestling that talk about this and do this on a daily basis. Hey, I'm a sports talk show host that's a pro wrestling fan. I know some things. I read what you read. But I'm kind, I kind of think from all the things that I've read that Fox really wants SmackDown to be somewhere in the three range when it comes to ratings. They don't want what we're seeing here when the low twos. I think that because uh, the Fox is paying what almost over a billion dollars for the WWE SmackDown to come over on Friday nights. Good luck with that, by the way, on a bad TV night on Friday. They want SmackDown to be viable. They want it to be a ratings king to win Friday nights. Uh, that can't happen with this booking, with this 50-50 booking, with the silliness that's going on. Not a real concentration on the product. There's so many wrestlers in the back that don't get a chance to be able to show what they can do. It's all the same. And it, it, what the problem is, is that if you're not willing to change, if you feel like the writing that you want to have 30 or 40 writers there trying to write promos and try to write two personalities that they don't even have, which is amazing to me. I I believe in bullet points. If I was a pro wrestler, I, give me bullet points. Where's the card? What are where are we going tonight? And I can do the rest. I can speak off the top of my head. Like I'm doing this short podcast. I have no notes in front of me outside of the release from the WWE. It's my personality is to talk to you about what I see in wrestling. I don't need a script. Um, so it is. It's something. It really is. There is some issues there in the WWE. At first, you can see all the stuff online from wrestling fans and some wrestling pundits and think it's hyperbole, and it's not. There's some problems there in the WWE. When you are asking Eric Bischoff, a guy who failed twice, twice with TNA and with WCW, to come in and oversee your operation at SmackDown, uh, <laughs> now, Paul Heyman, of course, Paul Heyman's got ideas. Paul Heyman already has proven at ECW when it was viable and when he was working behind the scenes at SmackDown, the WWE, he can be able to uh, make things work. He can change things. But if Vince continues to just rule with an iron fist and try to take things his way, 
then what's the point of hiring Eric Bischoff, Paul Heyman, any of the writers, any of the people in the back, any of the agents? If Vince wants it his way, this is what you're getting. You can hire as many different people as you want for ideas. Bruce Pritchard, you can see Bruce Pritchard's influence on the show. And I think for the most part, it's a positive. Um, what is happening with Bray Wyatt, that is completely Bruce Pritchard. Um, some, of the, um, some of the vignettes that we have seen, that is from Bruce Pritchard. So if there's some things that you've seen in the last six weeks that's a little bit different than what you normally see, that's Bruce's influence. There's no doubt. And there's some good things that Bruce can do, and there's some silly stuff that Bruce brings to the table as well. Depends on what you like here in 2019. All right, my friends, I just had to tell you um, about this that came across. I had to say something about it because I couldn't wait until next Tuesday. This is uh, the breaking news. Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff named executive directors of Raw and SmackDown. That is amazing. That is amazing. Eric Bischoff is back in the mix with the WWE. How does this affect his podcast with Eric with uh, Conrad Thompson? I keep I wonder about that as well. It's a it's an interesting podcast, um, but it is uh, you know whoever works with Conrad Thompson apparently can get a job with the WWE, <laughs> including Bruce Pritchard who has his podcast and uh, <laughs> and now he's uh, one of the top writers in the WWE. Vince is going backwards, going back to the day to try to find people that can help him. But the bottom line is, is that if he only listens to his own voice, this is you're going to get the same results. If you're not willing to allow Triple H to be more of the process, allowing Shane McMahon to be more of the process and try to help out the company, it's going to be the same. The reason why the numbers are down across the board is because... It's the same. Change has to happen. All right. Make sure that you join me next Tuesday. That is July 2nd for another edition of Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday right here. And thanks so much of us for the support. Tell people about it. Make sure that uh, you go to Twitter at WrestlingTWT. We have an Instagram page as well. It's at WrestlingTWT on Instagram as well. Give me your feedback. What do you think of the changes that are being made here in the WWE. Eric Bischoff is back and he's better than ever, like the, the old song used to say. And uh, Paul Heyman of Monday Night Raw. I'm hoping for better, not worse. Because when the WWE is good and when they are viable and people are watching, that helps everybody from uh, the other shows like AEW, like the NWA, like, T like uh, Impact Wrestling, uh, and all the other wrestling companies across the country and around the world, in the UK, in Ireland, everywhere else, it makes sense. But the WWE has got to stay good to make everybody else viable as well. Talk to you soon. Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday with me, Jonathan Hood. Hit me up on Twitter at WrestlingTWT. Talk soon.